Welcome back to the Next Big Thing podcast. I'm your host, Sam Ogborn. Maybe, maybe I've said this a few different times, but today's episode is my favorite episode that I've recorded thus far. No joke. I love all my past guests. Kate, I love you. I know you're one of my best friends. I just had you on the podcast. No shade, but really today's guest blows everyone out of the water. And I think it's just because I feel a personal tie and connection to this guest and I am so inspired and in awe by what she's doing. She is developing a game-changing product that I think is going to be truly her brand's going to be a household name in in five years. So today on the podcast, we have Elizabeth Rousseau of Aiden Health, and she will explain a little bit more about what Aiden is, but it is a birth control optimization test. And I relate to this so much, and I hope so many women who are listening can also relate to this, but birth control is so tough to talk about, and it is uncomfortable to talk about, but my personal journey with birth control has been an easy one, but wasn't an easy one to begin with. So when I was in high school, just for anyone listening who doesn't know me in person, I'm pretty tall. I'm like 5'9", 5'10". I think 5'9". I think I'm actually shrinking. Because when I got checked last, I'm 5'9". But I, okay, so I'm 5'9". I'm pretty tall. And I was tall when I was in high school. So I always felt kind of like the odd person out. And then I also had acne when I was in high school, like a lot of people, and horrible cramps. And the only thing that helped control my cystic acne and my cramps were was birth control. Like if it wasn't for birth control, the pill, I would have been in a really dire situation. So... I have my own personal journey with birth control, just like a lot of women who are listening, who I think can also relate and understand that journey that you go through to figure out what the best fit is for your body. And what Elizabeth is working on is a game changer in the industry right now because she's going to help you take a test to understand what it's an at-home test to understand what is the best birth control for your body, which is an amazing concept. Like I'm so excited for this and I wish it was around when I was in high school. So for those of you listening, especially those women listening who find this topic fascinating, like I do, you will love this podcast. And if you're a guy listening, you should listen because this level of innovation is the future. And I'm just so in awe of what Elizabeth is doing. So I hope you love today's episode just like I did. And I will catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for joining the Next Big Thing podcast. I'm excited to be here. So excited to have you. So let's talk about your journey. What has it been like on the road to entrepreneurship? So I, my background is a PhD in human genetics. So I thought for the last 10 years that I wanted to become a professor. So my road to entrepreneurship was a lot of me convincing myself that this was the right thing to do and that leaving academia to work on a company, you know, wasn't an evil thing to do and that I would still be helping people. And in fact, I left academia 
to do and build this company because I felt like I could reach more people more quickly. That's interesting. That's a, a completely different frame of mind than really anyone that I've talked to before. Cause it's like you, you do, you study that and then you kind of stay in it because you spent so much time doing it. Right. Exactly. It was, you know, one way of thinking, always working towards publication to put knowledge out there. And so it was a huge, you know, mindset shift to start thinking about, oh, how would I want to build a brand? And I spent a lot of time thinking about like stepping back and then saying, what brands do I appreciate? What do I like about them? What kind of companies do I like? How do I have, you know, corporate social responsibility and, and build a company that I want? And another really appealing thing about that is thinking about you know, who do I hire? I get to hire yeah. people that I really want to work with that I think are brilliant, that I respect, that, you know, believe in the vision and want to work on it with me. That's so good. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a better answer than a lot of people <laughs> when oh, I ask that okay. question. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> no, just because like, it's, you're so, it's like a lot of people, sometimes they don't know that that's what they want to do. And it almost sounds like it was intuitive for you. Yeah, I think it was. I think I needed the the suggestion. So I had a Mm -hmm. family friend who has been an entrepreneur forever. And I was talking to him about this idea. And he just was like, you need to do this. You're, you're too much of an extrovert to be, to be a professor your whole life. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What about when you were younger? Like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Yeah, I think when I was younger, I just was obsessed with office supplies and power suits. So any (laughs) job that I saw where I could do that was what I wanted to be. Um, which I know, I know, but I feel like when I learned about what genetics was, there was no turning back. That's quite the departure from office supplies. I know, (laughs) I know. And then my friend who was a lawyer was always, was always the one who wanted to wear jeans and I always wanted to wear suits and I was annoyed that I had to wear jeans to lab. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So let's talk about Aiden and just give listeners a brief background as to what Aiden is and how it works. Yeah. So at Aiden, we've created the first test that's designed to prevent birth control side effects. So this is an at-home test that you can take and send in saliva sample and a little finger prick of blood. And then we analyze your biological data to help match you to the best birth control for your own body. And where, I think this idea is brilliant and I'll when I go through my intro recording, I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal experience because oh, cool. I know that there's a lot of people out there who like this topic has always have been, has been very faux pas. And I think it's starting to get better, but I still think that people feel uncomfortable talking about it. So I love that, that you've come up with this idea. Where did it come from? Absolutely. So this really came from my own birth control odyssey. And that's what I'm calling it because it can take years of trial and error for women to find the right birth control and find one that doesn't make them miserable for one of many reasons. So my own experience, I think, was similar to many other women in that I went to my doctor and they gave me an oral contraceptive with no explanation of why they picked it. And in my case, I went on it at the exact same time as another prescription drug that was known to cause depression. 
And so I was depressed while on these two drugs. And I'd always blamed it on the drug other than the birth control. And then in a very um, old experiment, if you will, I went off of both at the same time and felt better. Wow. So it wasn't until, yeah, a couple of years later when I again went on whatever random pill the doctor prescribed to me and felt incredibly depressed and even considered suicide that I started thinking maybe it was the birth control even the first time. And so talked to my doctor about it. The doctor told me, you know, basically that I was crazy and that it wouldn't have been anything to do with my birth control, but went off of it. Yeah, I went off of it and immediately felt better. So I started sharing my own story with other women more vocally and realized that lots of women had similar experiences. So maybe not depression, but maybe acne. I have two different friends who had really serious blood clots that almost killed them. Um, And I had other friends still who who felt better. They felt more like themselves on the pill. Um, And so the idea for it came from, you know, recognizing the problem and then also having 10 years of experience doing precision medicine to come to this realization that birth control is really a a perfect place for precision medicine to thrive because you have so many options. So there's nearly 200 hormonal birth control options in the United States. And right now doctors um, don't have any real way to predict what individual is going to experience what side effect. So that's kind of why I thought that this was, was a perfect place to to take a precision medicine approach to, to solve this problem. Yeah. It's kind of like your body is the Petri dish for birth control. Almost. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like you're like used to going on different kinds to see what works. And I know every single woman listening to this will be able to relate to this because they've either been on birth control or had this conversation before. I also love that you share your story because having that epiphany is so powerful to think that you were able to distinguish what was going on and actually go to your doctor and say something. That's amazing. Because most people, I don't think, would even get to that point. Yeah, I think it's very unfair that it's sort of up to the patient to go back and complain. And for some people who have a great relationship with their doctor and feel, you know, respected and like they're being heard, it can work out really well. And the doctor's like, great, let's try this next one. Um, but for other people, like my experience, they're basically told that, you know, their birth control doesn't have anything to do with it. And actually, now that I'm saying this, I had it happen again, um, more recently with, uh, IUD that I had, I had told the ob that I was concerned about acne and she said, Oh no, this does, this won't give you acne. And then I went to, and then I got acne and I went to the dermatologist and she said, Oh, that IUD, that, that gives, that gives all my patients for me too. I had awful acne and to this day I am still taking birth control and I'm the pill and I'm nervous to go off of it. And I'm 32. Yeah. I'm nervous to go off of it. Cause I'm like, what if my body hasn't changed that much since when I first started taking it? And then all of a sudden I go off of it and I get acne again. Like that would exactly, suck, you know, yeah. I like people don't realize how much that it impacts your daily life, you know, more than right. just and what people think that it's for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, most women take in the U S the average number of years somebody takes birth control is 30 years. 
That's crazy. Yeah. So it's a really big decision. And a lot of us, you know, have it made for us and don't put much thought into it. And then you've been on it suddenly for, you know, 10 years. And then you maybe start questioning like, hmm, what is my bot? Is this my normal or is this my birth control? And when you think about too, when you said that there are over 200 different types out there, when you go to your gynecologist, you just, they suggest maybe like two to three different options, right? Like it's never that expensive. So it's almost like you don't even have awareness as to what's really out there. Yeah. And that's a big part of what I want to do with Aiden too, is, is really have an education component. So Um, We're going to be launching a blog in the next month or two um, where we put a lot of the just information out there for women to have a trusted source for truth about, you know, all things birth control and the biology we're doing um, to feel more empowered in their decision. It's amazing. Let's talk about the turnaround time for the test. So you said it's a saliva test and a prick. So it gets sent to you in a little cute package, I'm assuming. And then you make it and then you send it back. And then how quickly can someone get their results? Yeah. So it takes about three weeks right now to get the results back. And then we will alert you that your results are ready and you can log into our secure portal and view your results. And then also what is, has been really important to me about building this and thinking about how women want to understand their results is I'm actually including women's health nurse practitioners or medical professionals um, in the process. So we actually book an appointment between you and one of our medical professionals to go over your results, ask any questions, um, and make sure you, you understand everything we're, we're talking to you about. That's amazing. That's like an additional layer that I think everyone would be so grateful for because when you get the results, you want to be able to share that with someone and talk through, okay, like what needs to happen next? So that's, exactly. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about like the target customer that you're after, because when you think about for women, at least the birth control time period, like it really starts when you're in your teens. So yeah. Would you recommend that someone, like, I'm curious to understand who your target customer is. And then also too, like, should or would someone use this before going to see a gynecologist for the first time? Or do you recommend those things happening in tandem? Yeah, I would recommend they happen in tandem. You know, Aiden isn't trying to replace your gynecologist. Everyone should definitely still go get their annual exam. But I do think that before someone even goes on birth control, Aiden could be a great thing to do so that you feel like you're empowered in that first decision. But the, the target customer is really any of the 64 million women or individuals who take birth control to find the right one. And 49 million women in the U.S. struggle to find the right one. So they try um, three or more different methods of birth control during those 30 years of their life. Um, most of them. Yeah. 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 So most, and the number one reason people cite for switching between methods is side effects. Right. I, yeah, I can imagine. And then I, I'm so curious to understand too. And I'm just, I, I, I don't want this to be, I think it's really tough, right? Because the birth control conversation from a, a, daughter to a mom sometimes can even be a tough conversation to have because a lot of times I think, and maybe our society is more progressive now, but Mm -hmm. I remember when I was younger and I had cramps and I had acne and I remember my mom being so open-minded about it. Thank God for my mom. 
Yeah. Because it wasn't like she was just assuming that I was asking to go on it because I was sexually promiscuous, which is not even a bad thing. But like, you know, I think she knew what was going on with my body and she could see it. But how would you, how would you explain Aiden to maybe like a mom who is skeptical about birth control in general? Oh, that's such a good question. I think I would lead with the fact that birth control is medicine. So 70% of people who take the pill cite health benefits from it. Interesting. So things like acne, regulating PMS, and just wanting to have more control over their menstrual cycle, all the way to treating medical conditions like endometriosis and PCOS. So birth control really is medicine, and it's the main medicine that we have for women's reproductive health. And contraceptives is an, obviously another another piece of what it does. But I'd probably start by explaining that, and also by explaining that part of, I think, what make, can make birth control scary is feeling like you're not sure what the right choice is or what effect it's going to have on your body. So that's exactly what Aiden is trying to do, which is empower people to make the best decision for their body. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm curious about if someone is happy or maybe just doesn't even know any better with the current birth control method that they have, is Aiden still an option for them? Because I feel like for me, and I know I keep bringing myself up, I feel so closely tied to what you're doing and so excited about what you're doing that it's, it like personally speaks to me, but like, I feel like I've been on my pill for so long that it's like, I don't even know if it's the right one, yeah. you know, it's like I've been on it for so long. So if someone is, I guess, indifferent or happy about their current method, is Aiden still like a potential solution for them if they were curious? I think so. I think one big piece of what we're trying to do, the big vision is actually just to do precision medicine for women's health uh, more broadly. So when you think about maybe you're happy on your current birth control, part of what we're still able to do is look at what your hormonal levels are on that current birth control and compare them to other individuals, maybe on that same birth control, because studies have shown that there's a 12-fold difference in hormone levels, even between people on the same, on the same drug. Oh my um, God. So trying, so trying to understand that. And then obviously everything we're doing with the genetic side of it isn't affected by the current birth control that you're on. So there's still information to be gleaned there and you can still have the appointment with our women's health nurse practitioner to just talk through your concerns. You know, what are your preferences? Maybe a goal has changed for you. Maybe you'd rather not take a pill anymore and have a long acting reversible like an IUD. Right. So that's another, another point where you might want to consider what are your priorities here? That's kind of another piece of of birth control, right? There's so much about it. that's actually preference. Yes. And like, what is your lifestyle? (laughs) Right. Right. Here's a pill. Hopefully it works like good luck to you or here's right. Yeah, completely. Exactly. How does, how does it work with, um, let's say you are developing a, um, contraceptive method, like how does it, how can they work with Aiden just out of curiosity? And like, how do you build that into your library of suggestions? Oh, you mean if somebody were creating a new contraceptive? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, that's an interesting question. I think we would, so one of the things we've already done is 
cluster all of the drugs together. So kind of reduce that complexity from a problem of, you know, 200 different ones to what are the more similar ones. And so somebody could work with us, look at the formulations, the dose of the synthetic hormones they're using, the delivery, all of that, and, and pull out properties that we've seen in drugs that it's similar to. Oh, um, cool. and perhaps right, and perhaps guide them when they think about what to look for in the clinical trials that they're doing, what kind of side effects they might need to pay attention to, and things like that. That's so cool. So it's almost like predictive in a way. That that's the goal. I'm not going to claim yeah. that we're there uh, today, yeah. but yes, absolutely. That's so cool. That's awesome. So going back to the gynecologist questions that I had earlier, I just want to like close the loop. Like, what would be an ideal case scenario of someone having both uh, gynae and then also leveraging Aiden and, like, trying to figure out the best birth control for themselves? Like, they get some recommendations from their gynecologist, and then maybe they go through the process with Aiden. Let's say they have gynecologist recommendations and they have recommendations from Aiden. Like, what do they do with that then, or what would you recommend? Like, they talk to the provider and then kind of figure out next steps from there? Yeah, so... The vision is really to have our birth control optimization tests become the standard of care and let your own OB-GYN or women's health nurse practitioner or GP, whoever it is, actually order our test for you right there in their office. So it will be a much more seamless, integrated process. That's awesome. Um, the average contraceptive counseling appointment in the U.S. is 13 minutes. So it's just, yeah, yeah. So it's just true that, that, you know, doctors are busy in this country. They're spread super thin. They don't have a ton of time to go through this with you. So I would recommend the way things are now to absolutely go through Aiden first to find uh, our recommendations. And then you can potentially fill it through your own gynecologist or potentially through us someday. Yeah. That amount of time, that is nutty. I can't believe that. No, I was going to say, even with COVID too, I'm sure. Like if someone, like even this year was thinking about how to approach that situation, it's probably even harder this year with doctors running around trying to figure out how to stay safe and then also make sure that their patients are taken care of. Like that's crazy. Exactly. Like having the medicine or having different types in front of them. The, based on most of the doctors I've talked to, they sort of have, and you said too, sort of their handful of go-to favorites that they start with and then adjust as side effects pop up. Um, but we're going to empower our medical professionals, you know, with a database of 150 drugs, all the side effect profiles we've seen across hundreds and thousands of women to help them make a decision. That's Awesome. I, I just love what you're doing. Clearly, I'm like so excited for this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's long overdue. <laughs> I know. I know every woman listening to this is going to be like, hell yes, finally, like this is amazing. So I know that, and you and I chatted about this when we first talked, but you know, I've told people in the past, even recently, I think especially recently, I've told people about the fact that I'm on the pill and I've had a lot of people, I don't want to say judge me for it, but a lot of people say like, why are you on that? You shouldn't be on that. Mm-hmm. And there's almost this like stigma wow. now of yeah. certain types of like contraceptive methods, like being more frowned upon than others. Like, I wonder if like IUD is kind of like the more natural approach at this point than the pill. And I know that a lot of people have said to me, like, 
you shouldn't be taking that. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, but I have these like underlying conditions that I'm genuinely yeah. concerned about that. I'm like, yeah. if I just stop taking this, I don't actually know what's going to happen with my body. So long story short, I feel like a lot of these are getting a bad rap right now. What's your take on this situation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you're right. I think women are really fed up with suffering from side effects. And a lot of women don't like the idea of taking an external hormone or drug period and putting it in their body. But the reality is the hormonal methods of, of contraception and the copper IUD are the highly highest effective forms of contraception. And then on top of it, it's what we've talked about already, which is that it's also medicine. So I think it's gotten a bad rap because people don't know how to avoid the side effects. And it's completely reasonable to be frustrated by that. This is obviously also my experience. And this is why I created Aiden, because I don't think it should have to be years of trial and error suffering through side effects to find one that works for you to, you know, meet your own reproductive goals shouldn't be such a painful process. Yeah. And it's also, it's a, it's a personal, I think too, that's what makes the optimization tasks that you've created. So interesting because it's not just one size fits all. It's exactly a personalized solution for every single person. And what works well for someone might not work, you know, great for the next person. That's why I think in the past, when you go talk to these gynecologists, they're giving you recommendations based on like their small handful that they have, but there is no yeah. guarantee that it's going to work for you. So that's why it's so nice that there's this option now. Exactly. Exactly. I think I like to use this um, analogy of a, of a peanut allergy. So there might be, you know, three different people who have a peanut allergy. One gets HEIs, another one gets hives, and the third one has full-blown anaphylactic shock, right? And they might even have the same underlying genetic condition, but how people react to it is based on their underlying biology. So I think it's naive to think that we should take a one-size-fits-all approach to something as complicated as biology. Yeah, and can you imagine if parents took a one-size-fits-all approach for peanut allergies? Like, oh my God, that would be a freaking nightmare. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a great comparison. So I want to say thank you because I know that you are in the midst of, you guys are going through like the launch right now, basically. So what has it been like launching your product right now and also starting to tackle some of the marketing elements of getting the word out? Yeah, absolutely. Launching has been super, super exciting, sometimes terrifying. You know, it was, it was funny. It was like I launched and then I immediately went from feeling excited for about an hour to suddenly panicking that no one would buy it. Um, <laughs> and maybe that's probably a, a normal reaction. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's probably um, normal. That's probably normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think one of the things I learned was, was to not forget about how important the messaging around the product is. So I spent so much time you know, thinking about the science and the logistics and the distribution and all of those things that I really had to step back and pause when I was thinking about, you know, what am I going to write on the box? How do I want the user to feel when they get this, when they open it? You know, how am I going to be there to support someone who's maybe nervous about the finger prick or just has a question about how they're going to send their sample back? 
Um, so I think it was kind of really helpful to step back and think about what would I want to hear if I were the user and kind of put that, you know, into a brand voice. I like to describe the brand as like a hip doctor, right. That's going to talk to you. That's going to, yeah, that's going to be there for you. That's not going to be condescending. That's also somebody you trust and listen to. So that's kind of what we think we think about when we started putting out, you know, Instagram and things like that. Um, and we're, we haven't, it's all been organic growth so far. We're only just now starting to think about, you know, full blown, full blown marketing. That's awesome. Oh, I like that hip doctor. I always say like, I've wanted to be like, <laughs> I love my gynecologist. I've always been like, I want to be best friends with you. I'm sure she's like, I don't freaking want to be best friends with you. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> she's just so cool. She's like just a cool doctor. So I love that. It's like, you want someone that you're like, Oh, I like listening to you and I trust you. And then also I have faith that you're going to tell me the right things, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that felt helpful because then whenever I have a question about, you know, what I'm writing or how I'm talking to someone, that's kind of what I go back to. Yeah. And it's like, I always say it's hard to put yourself in the position. Like it's always, you can't always say that you are the customer, but in this instance, you have lived this. So it's like, exactly. it's a lot easier for you to be able to do that. And I want to talk about at home kits because this is an exploding industry right now. It's really amazing how much innovation is happening in this space. Like I feel like I'm hearing about Mm -hmm. a new kit every single day. If there's someone by chance listening who has thought about developing an at-home kit or wants to think about developing one, if you were to just give like a top line recommendation as to what you learned in your experience, what would you say? Yeah, I would say there are probably three things that you want to get right. So one is the regulatory component. So making sure that you're aware of, um, if it's a, if it's a health related at home test kit, all the, the laws and regulations around the FDA, and there's also different laws in different States. So paying attention to getting that right is super important. Um, as well as using really high quality labs, right? You want to be sure that you're producing accurate and reproducible data. And, and the third piece, in my opinion, is making something that's medically actionable. So I think, you know, it can be fun to take a, a kit that's, you know, tells you if you have freckles, but ideally, <laughs> you know, <Interesting. laughs> the, the, yeah, the way to, you know, really bring value, I think, to your users is try to make something that that is meaningful, that tells them something, you know, inform- information can be fun, right? Yeah. But ideally also something that makes a difference. So in our case, avoiding the most dangerous side effects that you might experience is kind of the the outcome of what we do. Yeah. And it's like, like I took a test recently. I won't say which one it was. It was a (laughs) test. I'm sure everyone will know what that is, but I got the results back and I was almost like, I don't want to say I was like disappointed, but I was, I was disappointed. Like I got the results back and I was expecting to hear that I had like because I had been having like certain stomach pains and I wasn't sure if it was mm. any or if it was like tied to food. And so my expectation was that I was going to have these like really profound results. And then when I got the test yeah. back, it just didn't really say that much. And I think too, it's like, I felt like the loop was never closed on that experience because it's like, I took the test and I got it done, but then it's like, then it was it. That was it. Like there wasn't anything else. And so I like what you're doing because I feel like you're really taking care of people through the process versus just being like, Oh, we got your test and here are your yeah. results. And like, here's an email about your results and that's it. 
it's like, okay. Yeah. I love the closing the loop phrase. I think that's really, that's really true. And you know, the other way I'm thinking about this is I really want it to be like a long-term relationship because birth control optimization is, is one piece of what we're doing, but hopefully we're going to go on to do all kinds of other innovation around different aspects of, of women's health. Love it. So what I know this question is hilarious because you literally just launched, but what would you say is next for Aiden on the horizon outside of just making sure that you're not panicked and like you have a successful launch, which I already feel like is going really well. Like, what would you say in a year from now or five years from now, you'd be like, I'm so proud of Aiden because we've achieved this. Yeah. I think with, well, within five years, I would really love for this to truly be the, the standard of care. So have, have Aiden be offering a test that empowers medical professionals um, all over the country to make an informed decision for their patient that saves them from that trial and error for birth control. And also moving on from there, you know, I actually view Aiden as a precision medicine company. So I look at birth control as one piece of what we'll do to bring a more data-driven standard for women's health in general. Um, So when I think about some of my next areas I want to work on, you know, it includes things like menopause support, which is a little bit similar to birth control in some ways in that it also has like hormone replacement therapy where again, there's different options and you're thinking about hormone doses and, um, and how do you optimize that for someone all the way to thinking about, you know, potentially early diagnostics for things like PCOS and, and uterine fibroids. Which is, which is also, I think people don't think that that needs to happen. Those types of tests, right? Like that is almost like an outcome of another test that you would do. Not necessarily something you go in thinking, I think I have this. Most cases, I feel like people come across that. It's like they discover it all of a sudden. They're like, where did this come from? Right. Right. Exactly. That's awesome. And I think, and I think, um, I think the medical community in general is hoping to move towards being more proactive. So catching things early before it's too late to intervene. I I think for people who have PCOS or endometriosis, it's like they have really painful symptoms and then they kind of hit a breaking point, right? Of like something is wrong and I need to go to the doctor. But like, it's never something that they're like, oh, I have this until they've like really vetted everything, which is crazy. Exhausted all the other options. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I just think the earlier you can have the the information, you know, for fibroids, for example, the earlier you could detect it, the less serious the surgery you have to have could be and the more likely it is to work. Yeah, absolutely. That's super smart. I love that. So if people wanted to use Aiden right now, can they go onto your website and purchase an optimization test? Yes. They are officially for sale Woo! as of August 1st. Yes. Oh my God. Very exciting. And log quickly your website and then your Instagram handle. So people who are listening can find you and I'll include it in the show notes too. Yeah, that would be great. So we are at www.adenhealth.com and our Instagram handle is at adenhealth, A-D-Y-N. Yes, I was just going to say, perfect. All right, this was 
so informative. I'm like giddy right now. Just so everyone who knows who's listening to, I have a glass of wine. It's like six thirty on a Saturday, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like <laughs> so empowered. It's like, oh my gosh, so exciting. I love it. So- I'm- Thank you for having me. This yes. was this was really, really fun to talk about. Yeah, I love it. And I'm just so excited to spread the word. Like I think when I when you talk about Aiden, I feel like even five years down the line, it's gonna become like it's gonna become a household name because I feel like with these types of kits, when someone finds it so invaluable, the word of mouth catches like wildfire. So it's like you really just need a few really passionate people who have taken it and found it to be so valuable to pass it on to their friends. And I, I just think that that's going to happen. And I'm just so excited for you guys. So congrats. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the podcast. It was great to be here. Let's do it again in five years. We can see if our predictions are true. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) How amazing was Elizabeth? I, you guys, after this interview, well, first of all, so the way that I work with my podcast, I do like a 15 minute meet and greet call or like a Zoom meeting, and then I do an hour long recording. And usually you guys know the podcast is like 30 to 40 minutes typically, but I can't stop talking to Elizabeth. I'm sure she's like, stop, you were so annoying. But I love hearing about what she's doing. And I think what she's doing is so freaking cool and so innovative. Like, this is why I started the podcast to bring on women who are doing things like this. And I'm just so proud and excited to have someone like this on the podcast. Like Elizabeth is phenomenal. We recorded this podcast and then we talked for maybe like 15, 20 minutes afterward about everything. And I'm just obsessed with what she's doing. And I think it's so freaking cool and like a true game changer. So I really genuinely hope you loved this episode as much as I did. It was just fascinating for me. And I think I will probably not stop thinking about this episode for a while. If you loved this episode, please let me know, leave a rating and review. I would love that so much. And it really does make my day. I love hearing from you guys. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the next big thing. I am so excited for the remainder of the year. The lineup that we're going to have is crazy. Like really, honestly, I get like chills thinking about it. Like I'm so excited for who we're going to have on. Like You guys are going to love the episodes that we have coming up. So Thank you so much for listening and for being a fan of The Next Big Thing, and I will chat with you next week.